And now, an Envision Financial podcast with Luke Smith on Canberra's 2CC. Time to talk finance with Luke Smith from Envision Financial. Thanks for joining us. Good afternoon. Well, there's a lot to go on, a lot going on at the moment, isn't there? Oh, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, there's, it's hectic. It's, yeah. he- it's hectic, all right. <laughs> I know before we started, you were just observing um, what an extraordinary tenure the Queen had, uh, oh, 70 years phenomenal. in charge. It's oh. just, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And an inspiration to us all. And a sad day. But we're here today to talk about finances and uh, what should I do first because, well, I don't know how to get started with managing my finances. Now, this mm. is a remarkably common problem, isn't it? Yeah, look, I, I thought this one's probably relevant because more often than not, people come in and you'll have a chat about what are we trying to do and what's important and all of the the integral things when it comes to sort of putting a, a broad strategy together. But the thing that people really seem to get stuck with is getting overwhelmed right out of the gates by thinking that you need to do one of 64 different things. And I guess today I just want people to realise that just do something. It doesn't have to be everything. It doesn't have to be rocket science. It doesn't have to be something that you pay to have a, a, a document written down and explained to you. It could be something as simple as open up another bank account, decide to put a regular amount into that said bank account, and then repeat. And that is called a savings plan. Exactly. Do something because... The more I talk to people about the way they want to approach the next phase of their life, a particular strategy, or working towards something, there's one real sort of common theme, and that's that they all come in and say, I wish I'd done something sooner. Because at 57, to sit down and say, okay, I'm going to retire at 60. Tell me a bit more about this super thing. You've sort of left the you know, the little bit late in the in the piece to try and actively do something that you can benefit from. So if you can do a little something a little sooner, regardless of what it is, and that could be, as you say, savings plan into another account. It could be just sitting down one day on the weekend with a drink and going over some options to reduce your electricity bill, your gas bill. Do you need to pay for all of those pay TV services? And if you can find a few savings, take those savings and do something active with it. Don't just leave it in a bank account that will slosh around with money in and money out because then you won't actively change your behaviour. If you can look at something and say, well, do I have the ability to save discretionary income? You might, you might not. Have I reviewed my home loan? Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. But with interest rates going up, I, I was told by a client yesterday that 5.7% was amazing, at which point I you know, nearly had a heart attack because inside about 35 seconds we'd run a mortgage broker and there was over 1% saving available that they just weren't aware of because in their circles and the people they'd spoken to, that was good and they just knew no different. So by just asking and taking active behaviour around what you do, you could then channel that into a little bit extra super, savings in a bank account. Open a little personal portfolio. You know, Vanguard have a, a, a very good personal platform now that is very easy to understand and very easy to use, and you can get access to some very cost-effective 
ETFs that stop you from being a, a stock picker. You know, a lot of people say, well, you know, I really like to get into investing, but I don't know anything about dividends and stocks. And, well, who cares? That's what ETFs are for. Go and buy an ETF, reinvest the dividends, save a little bit into it regularly. It might just be 100 bucks a month. It might be 50 bucks a month. Just do something sooner because the benefit of compounding over the longer term, if you average 7%, you'll double your money in 10 years. That's not so bad. Because I find a lot of the time people don't miss what they save Mm. because we always live on what we have available to us. We do indeed. And if you read pretty much any financial advice book, and there are hundreds if not thousands of them available, but they all start at the same point. Put aside a little bit of your income as savings. They generally recommend 10% as a minimum, more if you can afford it. Put it aside and don't spend it on other stuff. It's for your savings. And they say pay yourself first. So that goes out of your income before you spend any money on groceries, paying the bills, getting nice clothes, filling up the car. All of those other things come after you've put aside your savings. Mm. That's the number one first step in pretty much every book you'll ever read. Yeah, and the problem is we live on credit cards, so we're actually chasing the animal. Yeah. Because we've had bad behaviours to start and then we're trying to dig our way out of a hole and it's a lot easier to earn more money than save more of what's left. Mm. And when you've established that habit, you've set up your separate bank account, you're using that as your savings fund and you're Mm. putting in your your little slice of your income every fortnight or whatever the case might be, eventually that's going to build up. The question then becomes, what do you do with it? Well, again, it doesn't really matter because as long as you're making active decisions to try and have that grow, you've got to have some money to save to be able to build up a a cash balance with a cash balance you can then decide well what do i do with it what you do with it then has a direct impact on how you feel about risk because i've had people come in and say well shares are risky i've had people come in and say property's risky at the moment cash is risky because it's the first time in many many years where fixed interest has actually provided a negative return over a 12-month period and it's a concept that a lot of people haven't seen for 10 or 11 years because Cash hasn't gone up. So it's, it's, it's a relatively new concept that fixed interest assets are not capital protected. And you know, I think it's the first time in 40 years where Aussie equities and fixed interest have both been negative at the same time. Now, in the short term, yep, nobody likes seeing the values go down. But hey, we're in a very unique period and, and, and things are good and things are bad. And let's not forget that most portfolios did very well last year. So if we give a little bit of that back this year, great. But you need to actively choose to do something. So you need to commit to that with a decision and say, okay, I'm going to go and see, I don't need 10 pay TV channels. I only need five. Okay, well, there's 50 bucks a month that I was spending on stuff I wasn't watching. Because how many times do you sit, turn on Netflix and spend an hour trying to find something to watch with 750 shows in front of you and you still go, oh, I can't find anything to watch. So you're probably not using all of those channels. That's just a very easy example to say, is there some waste in our budget? Very much so. But what do you actively do with it? Don't leave it in your everyday bank account. If you need another offset account against your house, get one. Then save into that so that while you are saving, you're building up cash that's offsetting the loan you may have on home. And then decide, okay, what do I do with it? But all I want people to take from today is 
You don't need a million bucks. You don't need a hundred grand. You don't need 10 grand. You just need to start doing something and then have the consistency to keep doing it. And that's when over time you turn around and five years has gone by and all of a sudden, oh, wow, where did this $25,000 come from? Oh, it's because I was consistent. And that's really the big takeout from today is do something sooner, Mm. be consistent about it and commit to it. Mm. And, of course, uh, following on from that is the very important uh, observation that the earlier you start, the more you're going to benefit. 100%. You know, compounding laws say that, you know, you can have a a five or ten year time frame indifference and the the return over the extended duration of what you're doing can be exponentially better or worse because of time. So it's not really about saying, oh, my super's bad this year. Okay, but you're not going to spend it all this year. So really, does it matter? Because you didn't spend it all last year and things were good. This year things aren't great. You're not going to spend it all. It's there for the longer duration. So you need to keep that in mind in relation to the way you approach what you do. It's not about doubling your money next year. It's not about doubling your money in two years. It's about having consistent, repetitive behaviours that you can commit a certain amount of money to for your betterment over time. Because for all the years I've worked with people, nobody's ever upset it. 59 or 60 saying oh look at that savings plan that we put in place 10 years ago that'll actually pay for a new caravan and a car against oh i wish i'd started that sooner because time's one thing we can't buy back exactly right where do you see people going wrong where they might start off with the best of intentions but what are their stumbling blocks yeah so uh, unrealistic expectations you know being influenced by what your mates are doing you know, like if I if I did what my mates told me, I'd be either six feet under the ground or bankrupt. Or because, in jail. Yes, I know well, the story. <laughs> you know, you've you got to be careful which mates you align your, uh, your objectives and your comparisons to, but we're all guilty of doing it, right? So find some mates that have similar values. I'm lucky I've got hungry mates that, you know, like working hard and have good value systems. If you don't have that, find someone that can hold you to account. But... Again, don't get caught up in being unrealistic. Just because the ladies at at golf are saving $500 a month doesn't mean you have to. If you're buying one of these and one of those, you don't need to. So make sure that you're doing what's within your realm of controllable outcomes. Don't get caught up in the news. Don't get caught up in the noise. Don't get caught up in trying to keep up with the Thomases and the Kibas and the Snydros. Um because I don't know what the Joneses do anymore. Um, they run radio stations, don't they? <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, and, and, and remember that, you know, things will be good and things will be bad, but it's about the duration of time that you do it and the consistency with which you do something, and that really is the important part of this. And, and just don't try and bite off more than you can chew. Mm. You don't need to salary sacrifice. You don't need to pay off a house. You don't need to have a personal portfolio salary package and make deductible contributions all in the same six-month period. Don't get overwhelmed by analysis paralysis, where you investigate stuff so much that you just get lost in the detail. Just pick something you understand, start doing it, and then repeat it. And if all you need to do over a six, 12, 18-month period is increase the amount you save, then that's fantastic because you're actually looking at your budget and seeing what's surplus 
and as you said earlier, paying yourself first and building something that will help you over the longer term. Yeah, and it's not just about saving over a long period of time, adding up to a big amount. It's the compounding effect that makes it not add up, it multiplies. Mm. So you get a much bigger outcome the longer the time goes on. So, Luke, what are the key things to consider? Well, I think the first thing people need to do is remember you don't need to do everything right away. There's, there's, there's no harm in starting with something and building up to it. And I, and I liken it to going to the gym. You don't walk into the gym on day one and bench press 200 kilos. You work up to it over time. And all of a sudden, you get to 200 kilos evenly because I'm you know, a great specimen for <laughs> not going to the gym. Um, but, you, you know, you work up to something and realise, oh, you know, it, this, is, this has just become really easy. But it took me six months to get there. But along the journey, you know, you're just doing little bits and little bits and you don't notice. Um, and, and that's a really good takeout for this is start something and then just keep chipping away at it. You don't have to go and save five grand a month. You just need to save 50 or 100 bucks a month. But something's better than nothing. Review your fixed costs and then use those savings to actively invest in something for yourself. So if you can reduce your mortgage by getting that reviewed, you can reduce some pay TV, check your electricity provider, check your gas provider, you know, finding savings in those industries at the moment can be very beneficial. So actively have a look at what's out in the open market, work out what you're saving on a monthly or quarterly basis, and then set up a direct debit into something that you can use to grow what you have, whether it's to buy an investment property, buy some shares, save some cash, whatever your thing is, just start doing something with the active savings that you've found. Um, When you do find what you're going to do, repeat it and automate it. So if you can set up a direct debit or have a regular investment made from an account, you don't have to think about it, beautiful. Try and align your investment dates or your withdrawal dates with when you're paid so then there's less chance of something failing and it can then be very repetitious in nature. So again, you don't have to think about actively moving money because things get missed, it gets allocated to something else. I've always been a big advocate of out of sight, out of mind. Um, and if you don't have to think about it, then it's going to be very, very consistent over the longer term, which is is really, really good. Um, and get engaged, maybe get the household engaged. You know, I find it's very hard to save by yourself if you, you know, your wife or your husband's out buying stuff and, and, and ripping into a bank account. So if you're going to do it, do it together. If you're both going to try and stop smoking, it's easier together. If you're both going to try and save and actively, you know, buy some ETFs with Vanguard or whoever your provider is, then do it together so that you've, you've got somebody, you've got a buddy with you that's helping you go along because, you know, in the gym you generally chain with somebody to keep you, you know, enthused, evidently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and this is the same, right? If you do it together, there's a greater chance of you sticking to it and taking advantage of all of those compounding benefits that we spoke about before the break. So just do a little something sooner, be consistent, and a good way to start is looking at your fixed costs and then saving that into something or surplus income because you've just had a pay rise. If you do get a little bump up in your wages, then take a portion of that and, and save that into something. But do something sooner rather than later. So where can listeners get more information? Yeah, so look, if you're not sure, 62604749. I think we've got some appointment dates free in November. Uh, you've got envisionfinancial.com.au. We've got the podcast, The Strategy Stacker Luke Talks Money on iTunes and Spotify. And we've also got the YouTube channel, Envision Financial Canberra, where you can subscribe to that and see the show, watch it on your phone. There's nothing to read. And um, we'll also be putting a bow on that with the uh, the book coming out in the new calendar year. 
So there's a little Watch something. Watch this space. Exactly. All right, so. Luke, thanks very much. We'll catch you again next Friday. See you next week. Luke Smith from Envision Financial back in the studio here at 2CC. Once again, at the same time next Friday.